Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hey CTO Portugal. Uh, today, we are going to talk with Luis Franqueira and Bruno Teixeira, also known as Bruno Cacho, but that I'll leave it for later. And uh, we'll, this episode, we'll talk about Agile. Um, we definitely saw a community that um, had a huge impact in Portugal in, in the world of agility, uh, and that uh, that community was uh, Agile Connect. Uh, it was a community that I actually also had the pleasure to to ignite and to and to contribute. Uh, but you know, Bruno was pretty much one of the first having kind of you know this crazy idea of of bringing an European event to Portugal. Very soon, Luis Franqueira joined, and you know the event was a huge success. It happened in Porto, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And after that, when everyone thought that okay, this is it. Community started to appear in uh, Porto, in uh, in Lisbon, in uh, Braga, Aveiro, and I think that even Algarve was going to uh, Coimbra, and I think Coimbra. that even Algarve was being considered. Although then COVID appeared, and now now we know you know how how communities struggle because of that. Um, just a, a small disclaimer before I, I I will ask both of you to to introduce yourselves is that. I really had the pleasure to work with both of these two gentlemen back in 2013 at Farfetch. We, you know, I was just arriving from London. Uh, we kind of met the first time. We just clicked. Uh, I think that we had definitely a lot in common, uh, and that's pretty much, you know, like the things that I definitely hold dear in my heart. Um, with all of that being said, um, Bruno and Luis, who would like to go first? Quick intro, and let's keep the show going. I don't know, Luis. Old yeah, man's first or the young man's yeah, first? Yeah, old man's first. <laughs> <laughs> Let, okay. Let's okay. not keep the old people waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from the top of my 15 years more uh, in the industry. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Bruno. Uh, I'm a, a huge passionate about agility. And talking a little bit about me and my professional um, uh, journey, uh, I always see myself be uh, as a two, a two mode guys, like before Agile uh, and after Agile. And for this, um, I found um, myself into the world of Agile uh, in Farfetch. Uh, yeah. As Pedro would say, it was a great experience. And it was like 15 years ago, 12 years ago, more or less. And my life just completely changed from that point on. So I, I, I found the agility there and then we went into a discovery process and then we went into a, a more deep uh, uh, trying to understand the agility and then try and that's where the community appears then try to, to go and share our knowledge or what, what we were learning to the other guys. And um, after that, we are here. I'm a Zal coach uh, right now at TalkDesk. And this is it. I think we're going to have a great chat with our friends here. And sure. I, I thank you guys for inviting me. For sure. My pleasure. Uh, I should have gone first. I don't think I can beat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with the old guys. <laughs> uh, so my name is Usran Keira. Um, I'm a people, passionate. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I guess that as Bruno, my first contact with Agile was actually in Farfetch, but also it was my the first time that I truly realized that I love working with people. And uh, my superpower is to help people become their best version um, and help companies solve big problems. And yeah, this is uh, what I love to do. Uh, while building software in this case and uh yeah and now i'm an um, engineering manager in n26 uh in barcelona in sunny barcelona yeah no for sure super jealous here anyway let's go <laughs> let's move on <laughs> yeah, oh. now it, it, it's a pleasure for me to get to know you both because i didn't know you yet so oh yeah indeed <laughs> now i i know a bit about the the story um but since we are talking about the, the Agile Connect, I, I wonder if you could tell us what was the main drive to, to give that first step, so to start creating that community and what the community represents. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do, how do you to... see it, right? Regardless of, of yeah. being more or less active right now, 
you know, how kind of it started? Like, what was the idea? I think that Luis, you could also say like, why did you join? And kind of, and I think that yeah. we can we can frame it like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe I can start with here, Luis. So yeah. uh, the Agile Connect uh, community was uh, was started by mainly two guys, me and Nuno, and we brought together, um, uh, how do we say, the the first team, and uh, we had the pleasure to invite Pedro and Luis to that team. Uh, among others, Mike and and the other Pedro. Yeah, the other Pedro. The other Pedro. Exactly. So, so we were the big in, the big um, um, executors of the the community. So, but but the main idea when we started, me and Nuno was uh, we were talking a lot about agility, and th there were two drives basically. One more in the in the need. So we needed. Um, to gain traction to these um, events that we're going to try to um, organize at the end of the year. Um, we were going to talk a little bit more about that later. But the other one is, and I, I really enjoy talking about this one, um, is a little bit more emotional one. So because at that time, we, we were talking about uh, agility, the consequences on the organizations, what 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 this is, what what this agility or agile movement is all about? Uh, is this only process? It is this person? How? How? What? Well, you 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 name it. So these kind of questions we we were popping on in our minds, and we are talking to each other a lot to try to figure out in our perspective what 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 this movement was all about. So, but at the end, um, at some point, not at the end, but at some point, we thought, uh, well. Uh, we are kind of talking with each other, but we miss talking with a broader spectrum of, of people. Maybe people think differently, maybe, I don't know. Um, let's see how it goes. So we, we kind of grab the, both the need of gaining traction to the event, to the need to share and to have a space where we can really, truly, without the organizations, and this is a very important point, because it's from the start, without the the pressure of delivering and the pressure of having things done and this kind of pressure that it's natural on the organizations, but just think agility uh, in a very, um, help me here with the word, in a very... Fluid um, way, like kind of... Yeah, yeah organic, very, organic. Organic, thank organic. you, organic, fluid. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a very natural uh, conversation that we are feeling that... Uh, it's, it was missing on the organizational level, enterprise level. Okay, so and this this is was the main thought. I, I remember the the first conversation that we had with some guys because at that point there was one or two communities. I think Lean Coffee community. And, yeah. And, <clears throat> but they were trying to go into the organizations and so yeah. we, we think a little bit about that and we didn't want that we did we did we really wanted a, a home yeah. A, yeah a place where we can feel the agility was the center of yeah. the of yeah. the uh, and of, i guess the discussions yeah yeah and i guess the, the 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 main point was something that was free from the obligation of delivering something to the companies or to the organizations yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. we want this we want to to spawn this and see where it goes yeah. and yeah. let it go uh, uh and uh, and by the way my reason for joining was not related to this um was purely uh personal let's say and i loved and bruno knows and uh, he was one of my uh early stage mentors of agile and he <laughs> taught me a lot and thank you for that um and and i i know most of the things that i have now now as a perception of agile came from you and from what the the endless conversations we had smoking endless cigarettes yeah I, I smoking, man. <laughs> yeah i remember that and uh but for me it was about the people and the possibility of meeting uh, different people from different worlds uh and the freedom of bringing uh like information from world outside of tech uh and there are cases that i remember for instance uh, angela that she was working in a lamp in a company that built a uh, lamp uh, or light stuff mm 
Yeah. And she was talking about agility and how she was introducing that to the company. And this for me was like the most interesting part of it is like I'm able to obtain all this knowledge for me. It's amazing. And see the people interactions. It was great. And also the the the, the knowledge of, uh, of Agile, of course. But let me let me finish or allow me to finish with I think it's it's very important one or two situations here to for you guys to understand. Um, well, I guess the path that uh, Agile Connect, Connect, Connect uh, um, went through. Um, well, what I just said is theoretical words, so it's like, uh, I don't know, a, uh, an intention, right? But then, it, this is a very important part. There, are, there were some actions in, in my perspective, uh, uh, seeing this in the long, uh, many years afterwards today, um, for instance, I really remember the decision about having one single place and not going through all the, um, you see? So this- Going through the companies, right? Like it was, going through it, the it was kind of an agnostic place to host- Exactly, it was the home of agility. I, and I talk with people and they when, when they went there, and they said, well, we, we know the place, it's the same hour, the same day, the same place, but we feel like home. So it's like we kind of, uh, um, in, in this was a conscient, a conscient decision. We didn't understand how big impact was going to have. I, I see that uh, it was great because people felt home. People felt that they, they, they knew where they are going. They, they, they weren't going to a strange place and finding new things. No, 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 they weren't to to a place that's there they, they know the, the the culture of the people there they know the place everything was known it was like a, a, a second home okay? and let me add bruno that i think that probably what you know drove so many people at the very beginning was that everyone knew that we were not <clears throat> selling anything to them yes right and like... that's the second part yeah that's perfect that's let me let me add on that this was my second second thought perfect segue <laughs> thank you thank you because really, um, I, I remember when do you guys remember when we when we were getting ready for the meetings, we didn't think about the mess. We were always thinking about the people, about the flow on the on the room, about exactly. so That's I so think funny. that people just felt that. So we were thinking about them. Yeah. We didn't care about the message itself. Of course, we care. It's not it's, it's not, not that the point, but the way we prepare that was the people in mind, how they're going to flow in the, within, the, within the room. It's going to be dynamic or not. It's going to challenge face-to-face uh, -face or, or not. We, we, I remember one, one of the sessions were, let's challenge uh, separating groups and then challenge with the context or something like that. So it's like, these were great dynamics. They were thoughtful for the guys with, that went there, and this <clears throat> contributed to the feeling at home. And this is very important because I, well, I, I'm going to be brutal honest. I thought the, we were going to make like I don't know five sections, five sessions. I, I didn't, no. we didn't expect at all to to have the dimension that it had um, afterwards. But I think these two points are so important on what came afterwards. I guess okay. I don't know yeah. if you guys agree, but uh... yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. Um, to and to be honest, and looking back, it seemed like a lifetime ago. Uh, <laughs> it's been almost ten years, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, like the, I still had some hair. No, the, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is that since then I've been in so many different places. I've changed countries. Like so many th different things changed to me. But now that I look back and I really think about it, um, it was really meaningful that there was no attachment to yeah. uh to anything specifically other than how are we going to deliver the message so that people yeah. listen and really yeah. understand what we are trying to communicate and this was absolutely magic absolutely yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah it's very important because that that focus is the whole thing is the whole magic the so whole thing the main purpose yeah right? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and to and to note and to note sorry to interrupt that sure. there was a right. time in this time there was no strong LinkedIn like it is today like I think oh, social indeed. media was indeed. still ongoing and this this is this was something that we would build in meetup or something like that 
uh, and then yeah. it was a word of mouth. It was a, maybe a word of mouth asking to people, come with us, uh, experiment, yeah. come to one session, let's see. And and yeah. and a lot of people gathering around, let's deliver this message. This was uh, truly magical, to, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> So interesting. And, and so tell me one thing. And so, and we are kind of ready, like kind of touch, light touching on this. So both of you looking back and knowing that obviously we just said, like, you know, Bruno had more air. Luis Franqueiro was still in Portugal. <laughs> I, I didn't have, you know, this, this uh, prophet's beard. Uh, it's been almost <laughs> 10 years, right? It's been yeah. almost 10 years. Yeah. So we all moved on and it's, it's part of life. And I think that it, the story even becomes more powerful because things lived beyond us. Now looking back, what was like the highlight for you? Like, was there like any specific moment that definitely marked the entire experience? We have been talking about how important it was and, and the drives and, you know, and how it was agnostic, not selling anything for the people. Do we have some sort of kind of very specific episode that definitely, you know, meant, meant the entire experience for you? Could we do that? Well, well, personally for me, I, this is a very personal one, okay? Oh, of course. <laughs> and it's related to you guys. So one thing is to talk and, I would say, state intentions with, with, between a friend. And that's what me and Nuno did. So we were talking and doing intentions. But when we grab people and we try to grab a team and we open basically our souls, our hearts in terms of the values that we want on the, on the, on the meetings, on the sessions, and the, what, so when you guys came on board that's where i felt we're gonna do it so but this is very personal because yeah. uh well we, we are nothing without a good team you know guys you, you know that's right so True. this is for me uh, the stepping stone so intentions are good but then when 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 you, when you grab a team that uh, that is focused and believe what you believe then when, i think the magic starts there and with all the other yeah. stuff that but it's a for me the, our first meetings with all together that's what i saw we can do this yeah uh, for me I, I would say that i have two highlight points uh, one that i treasured since the beginning and uh, one that looking back now i i think it's completely crazy that we did it uh, the first one is that the, the connection with you, with everyone, like uh, how we made fun of Rafael for him being a, a submarine, <laughs> calling him a submarine. Uh, not yellow like, submarine, but yeah. not yellow submarine. Not the yellow submarine. one. No. Yeah, that's a big uh, one. Like, all the connections, like all these interactions that we had, all the meetings, the preparation, like how yeah. things were coming organically. Like I think we had something yeah. so amazing. That for me, I always treasure that, and I always uh, look at that in the past uh, as something that brought me immense uh, amounts of value and connection with all of you. Yeah. Uh, the second one is we were crazy enough to organize a regional scrum gathering in Porto, and we did it. And yeah. like, and for me, this is like looking back, like we actually did this. Like, no. this is not something that uh, at the beginning, when we start talking about it, it's like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm very in my head. I'm very skeptical. It's like, mm, are we really 400 people? Mm, are we capable of doing this? And now that I look back, it's like, this is completely crazy doing something no. like this. Exactly. And uh, yes, yeah, for me, this is these are the, the two uh, main highlights of, uh, I'm, of, of I'm that. I'm with a face smiling. You know why? I'm gonna. I I didn't guy. I I think I didn't tell you these guys, but at the initial. So this is a big. So only Re revelation. Yeah, revelation exactly, for the <laughs> for the podcast. So we start talking with Scrum Alliance for a global Scrum gathering. So that's how crazy we are. Yeah. <laughs> Well, think, exactly. think big. Yeah, okay, so... That made sense, you know, that, I think that, that pretty much Don't describes be. very well, you know, the, the sort of mindset there, there was, you know, we, yeah. you know, we believed it, that everything could be possible. And look, and just the fact that, you know, they said, okay, sure, let's do a regional. You look credible yeah. enough. I was like, what? You know, can you imagine the Americans saying, "Who are these guys?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, but but we but we did it. It's true, and and to to, to tell you, I, I I don't think I ever comment this with anyone, 
Uh, I remember that in this specific date, we were organizing this uh, this event. I uh, took an Airbnb next to Philp in Porto, to, so I could be <coughs> close to the, the site. And I remember I was with Rafael in in the like in the facilities. We were organizing stuff, talking what we need to do and everything. And Rafael said, "Oh, I'm going home." Like he was going to do like a hundred and something kilometers back to his home. He's like, "Are you crazy, man? I have an Airbnb. Come and you will take a nap, you take a shower or something." And he came and he fell asleep on the sofa, like clothes on with the shoes, half on the sofa, half on the floor. Like this was like, this is like, as like and looking back, it's like we were really crazy, man. Really, really crazy. Yeah, but uh, you, you, you know, just by hearing you talking, I can tell that you were you are really passionate for what you do. Yeah. And I, I think that only demonstrates the, the success that you, that you had. Uh, and what you, you have accomplished only proves that the passion, when someone is passionate for what they do, uh, they can really accomplish uh, incredible things. And it's, right, yeah, sure. it, feels, yeah. it feels good to, 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 to listen to this whole story that you were telling that almost 10 years ago. And Indeed. since then, you probably have been watching the progress of the Agile movement uh, in, in Portugal. I wonder, maybe Bruno could tell us how has this movement evolved in, in Portugal? And then Luis can complement uh, by saying, what was the difference uh, in Barcelona that you, that you saw after, after moving, moving there? about agility as a whole? Yeah, I would say so, right? Like, remember, so back 2013, right? Like we were at Farfetch, yeah. plain scrum, all teams had the same story points, you know, remember those oh, sort God. of things, right? And yeah. look, fast forward 2023, right? Like yeah. things change, right? And so definitely would yeah. love to understand a little bit kind of if you're disappointed in the way that evolved, if oh. you are still excited, if you think things should have been different. And you know, and then Luis Franquera can also, you know, give some yeah. some some opinions how how different yeah. it could be in Barcelona. I, I, I can start. So yeah, for sure, it's a lot different. So um, I, I guess the main difference is, um, I'm not sure if this is the right phrasing of it, but uh, I feel it like he, he, we agility um, at some point started to go main, main uh, uh, sorry mainstream. mainstream mainstream yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 it got different. So it, let me just um, try to put some idea here how I see agility. So I, I see agility with a lot of dimensions. Okay. So um, today I see agility with um, the connection of all these dimensions. I'm not going into the dimensions, but um, uh, the, the finding this sweet spot is how how you take the best of agility that's my main my main idea in a in a very quick way to, to explain and what i'm explaining this is because i think the the great difference between then and now is that one dimension is taking place mostly so the the how do you say the automation so the process <coughs> dimension the the way that we take the product from an idea to a, to a very specific to a, to a deliver so the delivery part, the automation of the process, the, 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 the getting, um, let's call it the lean attitude of taking waste out of the process and just mm -hmm. grabbing velocity or grabbing speed of the delivery. So this is right now what's going on. So, but in my perspective, and this is a very personal perspective, we are kind of losing all the other dimensions. And that's something that well said. Kind, kind of worries me uh, because again, uh, as in life, agility is about balance of these old dimensions, right? So should I say I would take it differently? Well, no, because I'm, I'm a true believer of things uh, evolve by themselves. How that's what I did. I didn't expect to go to where it goes. Um, so I didn't expect agility to go where it goes, but it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So we as agilities, we have to try to build upon our reality and try to bring this balance. So, but from those years to now, I think in those years was, we were discovering a lot. And today we are, I think, in an execution part of this dimension. So this is more or less how I see the industry right now. So yeah. we, are, we are always keeping 
uh, being requests to to streamline the process, to get it quicker, to it's more or less the, the yeah. challenges that we have today to in a in a mainstream agility. Yeah, I, I think that uh, what people are waiting and, and to be honest, I agree with what Bruno just said. Uh, I see it very much like that in Spain is the same. Uh, <laughs> so there is no big difference there. Um, and to be honest, uh, what I see a lot is uh, companies they just try to focus on the process how can we deliver how can we take this uh, amazing idea that makes total sense uh, in words and put it in a process that it's streamlined that like i just want to output stuff and deliver value and get money this is this is what i see and this is the conversation uh, that i see and uh, not not only this but also to complement like a lot a lot a lot of focus on uh, on structures of people like how can we structure the company how many managers how many this or many that and they are not even focused on the principle of agility because for me agility uh, more than uh, uh, many dimensions i see it as a mindset as a way of being in in a in a in a, in a world of of uh, of companies it's like a way of thinking, a way of acting in certain in a certain direction or in a certain way. And I don't see this. And to give you an example, like a couple of months back, I went to an interview and they asked me like, and it was for an engineering manager position. And they asked me like, how would you, how do you make a team predictable? And I, ex I, yeah, and I explained them an entire process on, you need to work in these dimensions of people, of tools, uh, said, no, no, but we but we don't care about that we just want to understand what tools would you use and i said but i can use any tool that you want like this and so that you, you understand <laughs> yeah exactly so that you understand that people are very attached to process to tools to and it has nothing to do with this and it's everything to do in how are we going to all be aligned in the same vision towards the same objective uh Simplifying very, very well in a sentence. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Let me, can, can I just, fin finish your thought, Bruno? Because I, yeah, I have because, a segue. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it, I will try to be very quickly, but because we, we along the years, which we, we when we talk about the culture and the mindset, and and we, uh, we, we sometimes we fail to 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 say the consequences of not having that because mm, uh, maybe yeah. Yeah, and I, I would like I would like to to state that or try to state that so the people we are listening to, to they are listening to us understands that when we talk about this, it's not a theoretical proposition. Is you you must you must see um, that the value that you deliver at the end of the day, um, or you must try to understand that this value um, can can be achieved in. I'm gonna simplify and put in two ways. We know what we want, and we go fast that uh, to deliver that, or we build an amazing team, and we allow them to create new value that you don't even understand that exists. And this is the really powerful <clears throat> thing that we lose when we think only about the process, because we are not allowing engineering or the whole organization to uh, seek opportunities of value that we didn't think. Because I do believe that CEOs and directors and VPs and whatever, they really have a very, very uh, powerful idea of what they want to achieve with the company, right? But are 10 minds greater than 1,000 minds? And this is what we lose if we only focus on, on the processes, right? Yeah. So I hope I, hope, I, hope I could explain what we're trying to what what we can lose i'm not sure if everybody um, or if every time we're gonna gain this but we have to at least give us a, sh a shot or the opportunity to, to put 1000 minds together to give value that we didn't think that were there this is what you, we lose you lose everything to be honest <laughs> you, you you risk to lose everything because you lose time uh, because you will, because you are not working in agility sometimes, and you are like later in the process, understanding that you should have thought in something that maybe if you open this up to a discussion, a broader discussion, someone else could have come with this problem, or you know, like sure. I think you lose, you lose money, you lose time, 
you lose people, good people. Uh, and yeah, so you, you risk to lose it all. For sure. Um, this is a perfect segue for something that I was thinking while we were talking. That is, I'm, I'm loving that we've, we've, I think we've mentioned more times agility than agile. Yeah, and and I think that this is a consequence of I think that from the journey that we took, that and this is pretty much the question that I want to make you know to both of you is, have we seen you know agile becoming kind of you know this buzzword that everyone is like oh we want agile right like if it would be something that you just grab out of a shelf in a in a supermarket right? like I just want to buy a box of this right <laughs> and so do we do we see agile as some sort of kind of a buzzword like it's like now agile is all over the place and have we even seen that now there is some sort of negative connotation around that word that was you know kind of i don't know if it was carved back in 2000 when you know those folks signed the the the, the manifesto but definitely became extremely more popular let's let's call it that way at least in our industry yeah, yeah. when when that paper was signed um because I think that we still see today some companies actually focusing in agile and some companies moving on and focusing on agility. So I would love your take about kind of what's about the word agile. Are we kind of seeing that it's being misused or mistreated? Um, what's the difference between agile and agility? Are we kind of focusing on the right thing or not? Well, I can only ask you personally, but I'm going to tell you a story. When I change agile for agility. Yep. It's a very quick one. I was in a Sunday in, uh, in a family uh, lunch. Sunny day, I was seeing, we were talking about, blah, 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 and we seen uh, the, the, the news on the television. And then I see the prime minister saying, we need to be more agile. At that point, my friends. <laughs> I'm done with Agile Coach, I'm, I'm, I'm the agility guy. <laughs> well, it's a funny story, but yeah. it's a true story. Um, and, and, and honestly, I think, <coughs> um, how do you say, agility brings us into this, um, uh, what Frankera was saying, uh, a few minutes ago into this uh, being, okay? Being, or uh, are we say, um, it, it transports us or our minds into a, a world that's more easily connected with the, 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 the act of doing agility, in a, in a, like in a flow, you see what I mean? Yeah. So, but it could be philosophical. The question is, and I think Pedro was right on point, uh, agile, it's a buzzword right now for me, and it, it's very clear. So everything is used by Agile. I didn't care if they have fixed scope or whatever, or yeah. it's Agile and, and that's it. So yeah. um, I think it's one of the <laughs> bad things that happened with um, um, not getting too deep on this, but th I think when, when we go to, to the main street, we bring a lot of people um, um, back into this uh, uh, world of agility and and people in this process i think most of the people i'm not sure if it was because there was lack of persons like us that have uh, a more uh, um, depth in-depth understanding of of agility theoretically and in practical terms that's very mm -hmm. important the practical sure. parts um but in people that uh, were brought together like project managers of uh, the normal way of of planning stuff etc so when they brought to to this world i think this process was not they trying to understand a very different concept but they were trying to adapt their own way of working into these new words so and we constantly see uh, sprints getting uh, uh, being used not as a improvement uh, cycle but as a, a very a very clear another step in the plan you see if, if that's a very practical <laughs> example of uh, how how in this process of getting to the mainstream that. you see what i mean yeah. and a, yeah. a very simple concept of in, uh, an improvement cycle of the screen is very important to get improvements on the product and improvements on the team and this was transformed by these people that has this plan in, so they, in, in small steps. This is a very practical example of the process that I think 
it's not uh, the most perfect process and has a lot of improvement there but this is where um, um, this transformation process of bringing to the mainstream um, i think it's agile the word agile get a buzzword so <clears throat> yeah you see so I, it's, I, I would... it's not transforming so people are coming in they are not transforming they are just adapting the whole concept to the new ones and in my opinion it's not good yeah yeah, I would I would go the extra mile uh, here and say like looking from the point of view from the viewpoint uh, I was gonna say something Portugueseish. Go <laughs> go go! Love no, it. I was gonna say point of vista. Great mix. No, but what I want to say is like from the viewpoint of um, people that are on top of companies, they say okay. Agile is a buzzword. It's a, it looks like a contortionist pro process, but it works better than waterfall. So let's use it. Uh, but it doesn't stop being a buzzword. <clears throat> and uh, and while Bruno was talking, I remember uh, a ton of things that I I can say. Um, but I, I will stay in two. The first one is um, again. Uh, looking at companies and how they uh, work and I remember like when I was before I came to, to to Barcelona I was applying to different companies because I really wanted to get out of uh, Portugal and I remember that in one application uh, from for a different company they asked like what do you think this is a this was an engineering manager position like what do you think of the Spotify model and how would you implement it and my action was like, okay, I'm going to close this application because clearly these guys didn't really don't understand what Agile is and how it works because I don't want to work here. And um, and and to say this, and, and this uh, keeps me uh, very proud, I still hold as the best Agile team that I ever worked, the payments team, <clears throat> sorry, the payments uh -huh. team in Farfetch. And I remember that exactly that was the objective of delivering value, getting feedback, improving how we were working. I remember that the requirements were, the technical requirements were done in a whiteboard. Me, Moisés and uh, Fernando, we were like, okay, uh, Tiago Fernandes would, or Joana Fernandes would come and say, we, we need something like this. Okay, let us see. Okay, we can do this. This is amazing. Let's try this. I remember that the risk management service that was approving orders in Farfetch came out of a conversation between the three of us. Yeah. And as I said, yeah, but we can build like a microservice that can approve some orders and we can iterate and add more rules on it. And like, for me, this is the perfect example of, of agile and agility is like, we went to our stakeholders and said, I know that you are struggling with this. You came with us with a problem and we have a solution that will help you. And I remember that they said, oh my God, I have like one hour of work uh, less per day approving orders that I already know these customers are like super known. They already know them and these orders are being approved automatically. So, and this came out of a coffee conversation. And for me, this is, this is a, a the perfect example, e example of, of what Agile is and what companies are not practicing at all these days. Yeah. There's so many silos, so many tools, so many let's do the Spotify model, so many let's do the whatever model, let's do this and why this is better than that. And they don't focus on what really matters, like let's let let the engineers solve the problems. It's it's interesting, Luis, that you you gave an example. I every now and then when I'm telling my stories as well, because you know, as you get older, you, you just tell stories. Yeah. I remember before joining Farfetch. I worked at Sky in, in London and the best team that I saw, you know, from an agility standpoint was the sky.com team. It was not even my team and they had a whiteboard. All the requirements would fit on a, on a card to be written. No jitters allowed, no confluence allowed. Each card would be a conversation between the business analyst and the team. There would be, you know, no story points, no nothing. And so every week, they would, okay, what we want to accomplish, 
we think like we can implement these cards. Every time we're picking up a card, we ask the business analyst exactly what we are thinking, more on details and so on and so forth. And look, the product was amazing. The sky.com product was fantastic, you know, from the website perspective. Uh, and again, no tools, no nothing. It was just, you know, just people having, you know, good collaboration and, and moving the needle. Yeah. And guys, uh, that's exactly what I was saying about what what companies are missing. Mm -hmm. These sure. two examples exactly. are the perfect examples of what I was trying to say uh, yeah. before. I'm, sure. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm not saying that we don't we don't streamline the process. Of course, we're going to streamline the process. Come on, we are engineers. Exactly. Uh, at the end <laughs> of the day, so that's that's not even a question. But don't focus on that. There's two perfect stories here that that that, that says exactly what we are missing. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if the last years that we have with all the movement of working remote that end up by also spreading people, right? And breaking a bit on that relationship uh, part that is also important for collaboration and having more talks. Could that have impact this uh, forgetting the agile uh, in, the, in the companies? and focus more in, in the process which they can actually see uh, more easily. I, I don't know. I just or wonder about control. that. I, I, think, control, I think that, I uh, yeah, in my opinion, it really depends on the company. Uh, to be honest, I'm uh, more and more a fan of asynchronous work. Um, mm -hmm. okay. I'm trying to have uh, or go towards the least amount of meetings that I can have. Uh, and leave space and actually book meetings with my engineers and let them interact, bring them problems and say, okay, how can we solve this? Uh, let's solve this and let's do, let's go with the best solution. And I trust them that they will deliver. And I think this is uh, kind of the way forward. I'm not hundred percent sure, but this is kind of the way forward. There's no need for control. There's no need for uh, meetings of one hour talking about stuff that doesn't really matter. It's just give them space to do what they do best. They love pairing. They love knowing. They love getting absorbing knowledge. Yeah. They love uh, being um, lazy in a good way. Uh, they they hate manual stuff and they hate repetitive manual stuff. And if we give them enough space, they will solve the problems. We just need to come to them. Look, this is the problem. This is the business perspective. How can we mix these two things together? So I think answering to what you're saying, it really depends on the company. It really depends on the mindset of the company um, and the mindset of the people that are leading the teams, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I kind of agree what uh, Luis was saying, and it, it really depends on the company. Well, But my concern, I guess, a little bit, I sense a little bit of concern when Sarah asked that. Oh, <laughs> is <laughs> some disturbance in the force. Uh, a little bit, a little bit, only a little bit. But uh, if that is true, Sarah, I'm with you because what I see is it really depends on the company. If Luis is right, but what I see is that most of the companies um, are, um, are we say, are changing their ways of. Um, of of of, I don't want to use the word control, but to 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 understand uh, what uh, their employees are doing, uh, visibility, visibility, and this kind of stuff, and and they are using then the the processes, and they are using a little bit more on metrics. I would say, I will dare to say not the right metrics because they are only, only looking at the time of accomplishment, and the lead time and the cycle times and this kind of stuff. I see all of this happening right now. I think COVID uh, kind of intensified the, that path, mm -hmm. I guess. Sure. But it's only a, only a, how do you say, only a personal... Um, yeah, um, it's, it's a gut feeling on a gut based, feeling, yeah, yes. based on what you see. I, so, I agree. I guess we. I see the intensification of metrics. I see the intensification of uh, try to understand because they are not in the office. So try to understand mm -hmm. what people are doing, how much time they do this stuff, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So yeah, yeah. I, see, I see that happen. I I'm more. Uh, I think that um, and to 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 just complement on that. I I agree. This is true. People are focused on metrics on 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 a word that I know you don't like to use. 
KPIs. I have a new one for you folks, if you want to know later about KPIs and OKRs yeah. and stuff. Anyways, we can, we can discuss that, but uh -huh. what, I'm, what I'm seeing and what I'm, what I'm seeing, no, what I want to say is you transform yourself and you start looking at things differently and you start surrounding yourself with transformed things because it's your new way of being. And so I started looking at different companies, at different people, at uh, different structures, and I see more and more, and this comes to me more and more, is companies that are focused on delivering value to their customers and leave it up to their engineers to do it. Um, <clears throat> and of course, you will always have the, the other side of the coin. You will always have controlling companies. You will always have people that want to know because uh, if I don't trust, if I'm alone, I will not work. So my, my engineers are the same. So I'm going to control them. This is always the mindset. So yeah, it's a question of where you look and what kind of um, endeavor do you want for you in your life? Do you want to change the world or do you want to just live a happy life? Franqueira, you, you mentioned something that it reminds me again. There you go. A sentence that I've heard that is super interesting. That is, when I was young, I was trying to change the world. Now that I'm old, I focus in changing myself. It yeah. fits perfectly everything that you just said. Anyways, sorry, I had to say this. Then we can move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally align with that. Uh, and if you've seen LinkedIn, you've seen my latest project that I'm moving forward, and it's focused on self growth. I'm yeah, just trying I saw to, that exciting yeah, stuff. I'm trying to change myself. For sure. Uh, I think we Bruno he will come back. He was just probably yeah. messing around with browser. Anyways, he will yeah. return. Yeah. So right now we, we are pretty much uh, at, at the end of the show. So let's see if Bruno can mm -hmm. can still uh, can still show up. Uh, at the end of the show, we, we usually have you know two questions that we do you know, just to to end mm -hmm. um, to end to end the episode. And uh, pretty much the first one that we are going to ask you, uh, Luis, uh, while Bruno gets back is, so from your, um, you know, career, um, do you have like, uh, no, it's cool, Bruno, no worries. Do you have like a favorite quote, something that is kind of works as a, some sort of North Star for you that kind of, you know, that yeah. it's something that an inspiration mm -hmm. that you could share. And then obviously we'll ask you the same thing, Bruno, that is, you know, kind of a favorite quote, something that definitely inspires you. And that kind of you know that you see that had an impact in you. So Luis, would yeah. you like to go first? Yeah. Um, there are two expressions whenever I think of this that I take with me, and I will always take them with me. The first one is uh, sometimes we win and sometimes we learn. And I always take this at heart because I don't focus on uh, what I messed up or where I messed up. I focus on what are my learnings. And how can I prevent for this from not happening again? And I take this on, on my everyday, on, on life or you know, at work. And I, I really like to do it. And associated with this, because I learned this expression from Nuno Rafael, there is an expression that I used, that I remember I used in Farfetch for the first, for, no, no, for the first time. <laughs> and as soon as I told him this, he, he cracked laughing. And I always remember these two expressions like if I remember the one, I will remember the other for sure. And it is the expression micro martelada. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I remember that, that rings a bell. That yeah, rings just a bell. giving, just oh, giving a context for everyone and for Sarah. Like mm -hmm. we, we, we were using a lot the expression martelada slash martelada that every time we had to do something on the code that was not the best. <laughs> and we were doing it often and i remember that once we were trying to do something and i said but this is kind of like a nail or something isn't no it's uh it's like a, a martada but it's not so big and i said okay it's a micro martada then. <laughs> and the expression took off and i remember this this is these are the two expressions that i, I love it you know like when you are oh, trying oh. to do something bad but you want to minimize it like i know i'm going to do this this is not beautiful but it's not that it's not that bad you know like okay it's a micro micro yeah so good, so good. Okay, so my quotes would be, so 
there was a very emotional um, specific time and I'm going to explain it so you can all understand. So my journey on Farfetch was uh, seven years. I've, I found out I, I transformed myself from uh, normal engineering uh, into this uh, agility and agile coach. And from that point on, I was all about agility. So it's very, very incredible journey there on Farfetch. So when I left seven years uh, afterwards, my journey ended. So when I left, I was uh, thinking about a quote to, to leave in the, in the email of the goodbye email that I was um, trying to, to write. And I, I, when I read this quote, it, it, just, it just was written to, into my soul. So this resumes a little bit my journey in Farfetch. And if you want to extend from that point on, into all my agility experience. And the quote is, walk in truth, leave fruits, leave fruits, oh my God, I'm going to repeat it. So, walk in truth, leave footprints of honesty. So, if if you guys go and listen to what we are going, we, we, we always said here, we, we understand the needs of the market, we all understand what we have to do on a daily basis, but we, we try to be truthful to ourselves, yeah. and that's what we try to do um, in the agility, and that's what we try to extract with the, with the guys around us, and, and if, if, you are, if you are true to ourselves, um, and leave these footprints of honesty, at the end, it's what we will get you into a, I don't know, a happy place, in a success place, hopefully, and, and, and this grass. And leave a legacy, right? And leave, leave something behind, built, right? I, I guess that could be the consequence, but we, 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 just, we just try to be truthful to ourselves, right? So that, sure. that, that's at least what, what I feel in my, in my journey of agility, and uh, I hope I can, I can translate that to you guys, everybody uh, that I talk to, so this is my quote. Well, now I would like to switch a bit the roles <laughs> and ask uh, you both to make a question to each other. Um, I don't know if Louise wants to start. Louise, you can ask anything uh, you would like to Bruno and then... <laughs> and Bruno will, will pay back, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question to you is purely ergonomic, let's say. Okay. <laughs> if If you have almost no hair in your head why do you keep those small hairs there <laughs> i know, I know, that fully. <laughs> I know that you are a guy you are straightforward oh, you God. you know to you like to to be straightforward and say what you think but in the end you keep uh, misleading yourself, thinking you still have hair. Come on, man. Tell so me. How, how do you put agility on this? I, I don't know. Like... <laughs> on, on, on the trimmer. On the trimmer that you lose. You know? <laughs> but I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to put some agility on this. Well, I, I guess I am what I am, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I really don't care about um, if I'm too old or... or I, 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 I just am what I am. And the things that we evolve into, we have to embrace it. That's our best because you, you, you have, in my case, already 47 years of a lot of things done, right? So if those things done grab me into this, I just love them. Uh, this is beautiful. So I will right. not cut them. I will not paint them. I will not. I will just be myself again. Like like I said, walking truth. Walking truth to yourself. That's well. This is get a, a little bit philosophical, but uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> it was I, a, it was an awesome answer, actually. I, I guess uh, I guess that um, your question is not easy. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was more of uh, making fun. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You, I know. you came back pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty well. well on that. Oh, no. Bruno, your turn. So uh, now that you have this fun question, let me give you one minute. Give me a minute. I don't know. Oh, man. 
what what made you change from do you remember when you went to farfetch yeah yeah so what what was really the the, the, the trigger that that put in put you into the people because i re, i remember how how you were okay so, you were qa right like you you were testing yeah, you were systems, QA, right? Right? Like, what yeah. the hell <laughs> i want to do this and then that what was the trigger so i i i because you were a guys everybody is listening to us Luis, you i can assure you guys that he transformed himself into mm -hmm. a this man no, so it sure. was not like that so i i remember you the first not, time so yeah. Yeah, and and let me add, let me add, so because what, I remember, what was the trigger? And remember that yeah, Luis yeah. has an amazing life story. He was a waiter back in the day, Please. and he's yes. a, a, exactly, a self-made exactly. successful man. So I don't yeah. want to Please go there, but yeah, I, uh, no. I can I can give you an overview of the story, but so you have a sense. I always, uh, for some reason, uh, felt a strong connection in working with people and collaborating and being together and it would excite me and one thing also that excites me is problems like when i see a problem my main thing is like how can we all together fix this and solve this and i get excited and it's when the hurricane is in its highest point it's when for me everything stays like standing still and i can see the problem and i can be really really focused on i'm going to put this bastard down um and I, 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 looking back now, I always was like this. And my first job was uh, managing a team of salespeople in a cemetery candle company <laughs> in the lovely city of Barcelos, <laughs> all the way back in 2004. This was my first job. And I really understood there, uh, and looking back now, I really understood that I really like to listen to people to help them to understand, to be empathic, to ask questions and help them realize like how to, uh, today I heard an expression that made sense to me is like, I like to help people understand that they are not as broken as they think. Hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And essentially th this was it. This was, since the beginning, I said, I always had this sense. Going into Farfetch, uh, I found a, a world in tech with agility with connections with you uh and with other people that gave me that gave me information that i didn't have that i can actually help people grow in a very meaningful way in a very meaningful way and how can i do that and i always had these questions like i remember i was in farfetched like what do i want to do when i grow up like i had this question in my mind you know like i was uh 20 or 29 at the times like I what I'm a grown-up I I should have already known this and uh had and no beer at that time no beer no beer no beer no beer no beer it was bigger now it's smaller but uh <laughs> and and also asking these questions is what is taking me into this new project that I have as well but uh but answering to your question is it was the sum of everything uh Going from Farfetch to Mindera, uh, knowing so many different people uh, and so many different realities made me realize that I really want to help people. Yeah, this so is what I love do, to do. The event was your, you, like the sponge, so this continuous sponge that you are. Yeah, right? it's, uh, but, but I think the main event, looking back now, what made me who i am today it was my grandmother she was the great or the biggest influence she is the biggest influence in my life as a person on a way of being on a way of treating others and on a constant seek on how can i improve other people's life and help them realize that that i can support them on this you know um yeah Process. but there is no but there is no uh, you know like there is no single event uh mm -hmm. several specifically that's, yeah that's the flow my the journey yeah. yeah yeah fantastic thank you so much i think yeah i love both both answers it really shows 
a bit more about yourselves. Uh, and this was a great talk about agile, agility, agile <laughs> the whole connect, movement, sure. agile connect. Yes. So thank you so much for being here with us, sharing all the this knowledge. For sure. um, and this is it. So well, thank you everyone for watching. I thank you back. So it was a real pleasure to be you guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you for inviting fun. me. It was very, very good to be here reviving old times and it was uh, awesome. It was awesome. yeah, and sure. expanding a bit more. No, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Bye bye. Thank you, Internet. See you.